Howdy, folks. I'm fixing to tell y'all about Texas, nicknamed the Lone Star State. I'm particularly fond of these. I pulled them out of a place on Midgard called Texas. Don't mess with Texas. That's the message. I'm Walker. And I'm Texas Ranger. I mean, anything for Salinas. Welcome to this week's episode of Texas Slang for Crazy. This week we're discussing the Troy der Union Monument. A little bit at the start of this, I do not speak German, so my apologies for any mispronunciations that may occur along the way. The small town of Comfort, Texas in Hill Country is easy to miss if you're driving very quickly. The area is well known to locals for antiques, but there's something far more melancholy hiding here. It's in this small town that you'll find the Troy der Union Monument, dedicated to a group of German immigrants who were killed after they refused to sign loyalty pledges or be conscripted to the Confederacy during the American Civil War. It's not really a surprise for most folks that Texas was on the side of the Confederacy during the Civil War. There's a really big reason that Juneteenth happened here. So why is there a Union Monument in an area that's normally considered to be the Confederacy? Well, like a lot of monuments in Texas, it's because some people got killed. To get a little clarity here, we're gonna talk about the Nueces Massacre, or sometimes called the Massacre on the Nueces River. For those who don't live in Texas or haven't spent a whole lot of time here, we have a very large German-speaking population in the Hill Country. In fact, our Germans developed their very own form of the German language, so terms like skunk are different in you know, standard German and Texas German. Many of the Germans that arrived here, arrived here before their country was even Germany. Um, so they were here as early as 1836, and by 1860, there were about 20,000 Germans in Texas. There were so many in Hill Country, so that makes up Gillespie County, Care, Kendall, Medina, and Bear Counties. The population was known as the German Bell. Well, some Germans had slaves and some didn't care. A group of German Texans had made it very clear that they did not agree with the Confederacy or their policies. In short, there was no way that they were going to allow themselves to be conscripted into the Confederate Army. They were opposed to the institution of slavery and intended to agree with the Union side of things. Some of these Germans were actually referred to as the 48ers. The 48ers were a group of Europeans who were part of a European revolution in 1848. This group fought for a more democratic style of government and guarantees for human rights. And that didn't go as well as they'd hoped. So they bailed out, came to the United States or other friendly areas like the UK and Australia. These folks were very politically active. They tended to have money and an education. And some of the 48ers ended up forming the Union Loyal League as a militia, which was what the Confederates were most afraid of. The Confederates did not like the German population that supported this, as they saw them as a very real threat close to home. They imposed martial law in Hill Country and Central Texas, as well as a military draft as the Confederacy was outnumbered by the Union. In May 1862, Captain James Duff came to Gillespie County. That's where Fredericksburg is today, so if you ever go wine tasting in Fredericksburg, that area. Um, he arrested and executed two Germans, and this did not go over well at all. The Germans had had enough. 
So from August 1st to 3rd, 1862, between 61 and 65 Texas Germans, it varies by who's writing the text, led by Fritz Tenniger, packed up and began to flee hill country to Mexico. Their plan was to get to Mexico and from there move over to New Orleans, which was controlled by the Union. But on their way, they ran into a group of Confederate soldiers on the Nueces River, led by Lieutenant Colin McRae. The Confederacy had 96 men to the German 60-something. Some of the Germans fled, but overall things did not go well. As far as the total casualties for those who died at the scene or fled with injuries and succumbed, it's estimated to be about 37 people. Some did survive, and they made it to New Orleans to become the Union 1st Texas Cavalry. The names of those who had been killed came directly from Fritz Tenger's notebook, listing the names of those who traveled with him. Unfortunately for survivors, this list also acted as a sort of assassination hit list for the Confederates. The bodies of the dead remained at the river as family members were too scared of what the Confederates would do to them if they tried to bury their dead. The bodies became a symbol of control. After the Civil War, the bodies were reclaimed of what that could be found. For sure, they were able to recover most of the fallen skulls, so that's fun. On August 10th, 1866, a plot of land that had been purchased in Comfort, Texas for $20 became the resting site for the recovered bodies from the Nueces Massacre. Not all of the bodies were recovered, like we stated before. Um, they placed on the land an obelisk for all to see and remember the sacrifices of these Germans who had refused to turn their backs on their beliefs. The monument also stands out because it's the only Union monument in the Confederate territory in Texas. Today, the flag that flies at Troy de Union is always flown at half-staff, and there are still folks who come out there to refresh the monument and the wreaths from time to time. Um, you are welcome to visit this when you go to Comfort. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a great week. If there's anything that you can think of that you want us to talk about on Texas Slang for Crazy, feel free to email us at txslangforcrazy at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at txslangforcrazy. We're also on Facebook at Texas Slang for Crazy and Instagram at slangtx. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode.